Yeah. So I'll just, I was going to talk about Deus. It hasn't been talked about in a while, so I figured I'd give you an update. So just as a reminder, Deus is uh, something Intel has developed. It's on. It's starting to show up on some of the machines, especially at Argonne. And we had a project with um, them to develop a plugin or a vol connector that talks to Deos. So if you Deos can handle POSIX calls, so if you have a POSIX IO you're doing, it can handle capturing those calls, HDF5, which I'll talk about. Also, if you use an MPIO, there's also an implementation that uses uh, Deos that connects to the Deos engine here and then writes to either NVMEs or whatever you have underneath in the Deos object store. <clears throat> Move this out of the way. Okay. So uh, in terms of HDF5, the vol architecture, you have uh, the tools, you, you have, of course, the HDF5 API and you have the vol layer. And we also added another test to test Deos, uh, external test suite that we're trying to move back into the library. But as it stands now, it's a standalone test. It's a, it's a vol test repo, and you can find it in our HDF5 lib, uh, repo. And basically, it tests all the Deos functionality that we developed for it. And it's very extensive. So even if you're not interested, if, if you're developing your own tests for your own vol, it's a very useful test to look at because it's very rigorous and very uh, covers a lot of APIs. So it's always a good example to model your tests after if you're doing a vol yourselves. And then you have the Deos vol, which I'll talk about later, which talks to the uh, Deos layer, the object store. There is another option, and this won't be explored in this talk, but since uh, Deos can use the MPIO, it can capture MPIO calls. You can just use the native all, load the MPIO driver, and then have used their Deos enabled MPIO that can talk to Deos. But it's it's still advantageous to use the Deos fall because it's kind of tuned for HDF5, whereas this is it's and this is not tested by us, at least. This is mostly Intel is developing and maintaining that layer uh, MPIO. So it's always not guaranteed that this native vol will work with MPIO with the Deos underscore uh, under under storage. Um, you can I should update this. It works with 112. Uh, now it'll be 114 because all vols will have been updated to 114. So you'll need to be at least running uh, HDF5.114. The Deos Vault Connector you can find on our repo and our external uh, test suite, which I mentioned is the Vault Test. And it works with all the tools. So if you, if you're, if you want to H5 dump your Deos uh, object store, you can use H5 dump or H5LS, H5, H5 diff. And you can also repack it to from a Deos Vault to a native Vault, for example. <clears throat> so as if you want to build the the Deos fall connector it is available in spec we're in the process of updating it i think it's been updated for 114 and works so um i don't know if it works in, it works in spec yet we're still working on that so that's should be working in the next few months if it's not already 
Um, you can use build it with CMake, which is not as convenient as, as doing it with spec. And this is some of the commands that you can use to, to build it. And there is a user guide in the source in the doc directory uh, that contains some of the information. So more up to date. So you can in your if you want to start using the Deus Fall connector, you can do it in two ways. You can either uh, set the FAPL. So there's an H5P set FAPL Deus. You can use that. And if you but if you use that in your code, then of course you're adding that into your code and you'll have to link to the public uh, headers and the library itself, the vault, so it can find this. The other option, if you don't want to add this to your code, is just to use environment variables. So you can set the HDF5 vault connector Deos, and then you set the plugin path to that where you compiled the uh, Deos connector. And depending on your implementation, your how your system admins has set up Deos, you may need to set a Deos pool. In Deos, there's also something called the Unified Namespace component. What this allows you to do is you'll create a Deos file, and as you would typically do, and what you'll do, what you'll see on the file system is that uh, is the file that you. So if you create, say, for example, uh, example.h5, then you will see if you do an ls, you will see the example.h5. But the file will be basically empty because it'll, that's just a way to point to the Deus container. So that's kind of nice that you can you can ls um, and uh, use it for example the tools to to use that namespace instead of actually trying to find what the container looks like in the Deus environment. And another advantage if you use the namespace, you don't need to to include the pool because the pool is already included in the in the namespace of that file. <clears throat> so just a reminder is that um, the important key when you're using Deos is if you want to be able to use the more than one server, one more than one Deos server, then um, in order to get good uh, performance from it, you need to use data sets that are chunked. And in HDF5, um, you can either do that by, um, if you give it a contiguous data set, it's automatically going to chunk the data set. And you can give it a size. You can play, I think, I don't remember what the default is of, a, of the chunk of a data set, but you can increase that if you're given a contiguous and you don't want to change your code to do chunked. You'll probably get better performance though, because if you know that if you can set your chunking layout yourself, that might be beneficial, and so you might get better uh, chunking performance if you if you set it yourself. That just allows you to use more than one Deos server if there are. Otherwise, you won't really see a, a, a advantage to using more than one server if they're not chunky. I think you can suppress um, chunking. Uh, let me see, the Deos fall to not chunk the data, but in that case, um, you won't get that great a performance if you don't, if you do that. Another thing is um, there, the majority of the features in HDF5, um, compression's not, currently not um, supported with the Deos fall, and neither are any of the, any of the APIs that have to do with a native file format um, 
that you would find. Some additional features though that you'll find with Deos is you can do map, we have map objects, so you can do key value objects. There is a new API for file deletion. So it's, in Deos, it's not straightforward, if, especially if you're not using unified namespace, how to delete a, uh, an object in Deos. So those APIs kind of help you do that. You can also support uh, independent metadata, so you can independently create metadata. And it also uh, supports async IO. There's um, there's also another vol that does async. So there's two vols. If you're doing async, if you're calling the HDF5 async calls, you can either use, there's a vol that, that uses uh, pthreads essentially to and handles all the async calls. It's a pass-through vol and it creates its own uh, server and, and does all the calls for you. Or you can use uh, Deos. Those are the currently the only ways to do true asynchronous um, data calls. One thing is, um, so in, when you do async calls, you have an event set. So you basically, this is the event sets implemented at the Deos level, and then it uses the Deos task engine to schedule those event sets. And so eventually, basically, you call the API and then it returns. It returns before the operation completes and that operation gets set to an event set ID. When you do that, though, you have to be careful that um, you don't overwrite memory that's, that's currently being used. So you want to avoid a mem copy or memory mods of an async buffer, just like you would uh, any other when you're doing async. You can, uh, I think it right now it copies the data. I think there is an option to either not copy the data and make sure you don't touch it or copy it to the buffer and then be able to move and uh, modify that buffer. So we did do an example with a explicit async. So the idea was for that, we use the VPIC uh, application. And we wanted to overlap computation with IO. So there was not a lot of overlap or we kind of did a pseudo. We, since we used an IO kernel, we put in pseudo type computation. So in that we, we changed to using the, we added the async uh, APIs. And then we had three events, event stacks since they do uh, IO in three stages. They have particle, hydro data and field data. So we had three uh, event sets for each. And so I kind of gave a, a picture of the outline of how that works. So you had the particle HD or particles. So for example, at, at the first time step, it would uh, create a particle event set. Then it would uh, write the electron data. You would do a wait just because this isn't the next, you want if you want to cycle through this, you need a wait. The way that it currently progresses in async is you have to, it progresses during the wait. So if you don't call the wait, they won't progress uh, through this, the stack. So you call another way to do the Eon. So you see if the any event sets, you can get the number of event sets in that stack. Then you go on to the hydro data. You check the event set of the particle data again. Then you also create a new event set for the hydro data and you check both of those with a weight. And then you go on to the field data. Again, check the particle data and the hydro data, see how long they progressed. 
and then the hydro and then the and then the field data is the next uh, field that you add. Then you do a computation. And for this, we did, we waited on the hydro data and the field data to complete before we go on to the next time step. So if you look at now the timing for each of those, so you have the fields, the hydro, uh, the particles, these are all different values that they output. So this was run on the number of processes as 1632 and 128. And this is the time. So you can see it's the first columns, the uh, synchronized output, and then the second column is with async. So you can see now the weight, there was not a quite enough time to for the computation to overlap completely the uh, writing of the fields. So you can see it kind of waited a little bit in the fields before um, before going on the next, but it's still advantageous to use the async for all the cases. Some um, tools that you can use. So as I mentioned, you can use uh, H5 Repack, for example. This is going to be uh, pretty important if you're if you want to uh, maybe archive your file somewhere else in HDF5 file. You want to convert the Deus uh, object into a an HDF5 POSIX file, or you might want to do it vice versa. If you have a POSIX file, you might want to first convert it to a Deus file. And then have and read the Deos file directly. You can also use H5 dump to view the Deos file, and you can do H5 diff between, for example, the POSIX file and the Deos file. Some things when you want to port your application to Deos, so keep in mind that we ran across. So, for example, um, when you're if if your application is using POSIX I/O functions, that might be problematic since the Deos file is not a POSIX file. If you're depending on, for example, both uh, NetCDF and CGNS, both examine the first eight bytes of the file to see what type it is. And doing that type of operation won't work because there is no first eight bytes. And that even if you do using unified namespace, there's a file there, but it doesn't contain any of that information as it is not POSIX. So you'll probably have to skip those. There's also a lot of deprecated HPI API versions. So if you're using very old API versions uh, that have been deprecated, odds are that hasn't been ported over to use the Deos file. So those probably aren't supported. So you'll probably have to update your application to use the newest version of each API. Um, Oh, and another thing is the if you're using an older uh, HDF5 library format that might not be compatible with the Deus file, you'll probably have to update to use the newer uh, HDF5 version. Um, so I think that's all I had to talk about the Deus and how some pitfalls you might have encounter when you, I guess, start to port your application to Deus. Um, any questions? Hi, Scott. Uh, this is Marta. Maybe uh -huh. what, what is the system that you use for your tests? That was the test bed system. That was GLSC that when we first, when they first started. Okay. Thank yeah. you. Mm -hmm. uh, 
what what's what's the largest installed system at this point that has DEOS? And and so what what are people saying about scalability compared to um, how the file systems they are used to? I think Marta might you might correct me if I'm wrong because you might know more about it than I am, but I think they're just starting to make DEOS available on the it's not available on Crusher yet, is it? I don't think. Crusher is the OLCF. Um, oh yeah, yeah, Crusher, not, not Crusher. Um, Sunspot, you mean? Sunspot, yes. Yeah. Well, Sunspot, it's, um, I don't know how, <laughs> if I can yeah. say how many nodes it is, but it's a desert for Aurora. Um, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty small, Sunspot. So I think the most, the most we've run is the 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 JLSE, where it was a precursor to Sunspot. That was the testing, and I think that was one twenty eight was about the max we could run. So that was the max, and I think it's still the max at this at this time. But that's mm -hmm. going to change within the next month once Sunspot gets um, up and running. Um, this should be a little bigger, but it won't know until Aurora really comes online. Mm -hmm. So it's too early to tell because yes. yeah, that will be really interesting to see how it performs in in, in real life. Yes. So. Sorry, maybe I missed it from the beginning. Do we need any particular version uh... of HCF five? Yes. Yeah, you'll need one fourteen. Okay, one fourteen. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Scott, this is Robert. I, ha I had a question. Um, once you have the, the Deos ball, um, does the uh, use of H5 repack to go between uh, the Deos vol and the POSIX file system, does that largely come for free? Yes. Once you, once you connect to the, once you give it the path, then the tools will automatically use that Deos vol. So if you say in, in a H5, uh, repack, you can say your what your original format file is in and what you want to be the output file format to be in. And then it should, as long as it can find that path and you set that environment variable, it should just automatically handle that. All right. So so this really generalizes much beyond the, the Deos ball. It will it will hold true for for going between any compliant uh, vol and let's say for this example a POSIX file. Mm -hmm. Okay, yes. and and on your um, on your table below uh, the third item there it says uh, under porting issues use of native only HDF file driver. Um, can you uh, elaborate on that third line there a little bit? Um, yeah. So if you have APIs that are specifically for the native, such as uh, file size. Right. What does file size mean in in a Deos object? Since it's not really, it's a file, but there's there's no POSIX, POSIX file size. I don't know if that's been fixed, but I think it didn't used to work with Deos that it, it wouldn't know what file size to return because there is no file as an object store, right? So it's spread over many things. So that's just an example of one that's native. Uh, I have to look at the other APIs that are specifically POSIX related. 
APIs. Okay. Right. When we decided what was going to be a vol thing or what was going to be a native thing, it was really what was about, like, if you wanted to just have generic storage, what could something reasonably be expected to return? And so people might be doing things like creating vol connectors based on things like relational databases, things like that. And how would you find out how big your storage is? Like you just, you'd have no idea, right? So the the, uh, the ability of an arbitrary vol connector to return something like that is not guaranteed. So we decided to not make that a part of the vol connector. And then nothing that was deprecated was included because it's deprecated. Yes. Things like comments and stuff like that were not in there. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Where is the um, so the the call it the object layout that specification is that part of the Deus Vol connector repository or where is that stored? The what? Sorry. Well, there should be like we have the file format specification for the uh, sort of native arrangement. There should mm -hmm. be a Deos object layout specification, call it that for lack of a better term. Is there such a specification document or, or is it, yeah, the documentation is the code? I'm assuming Intel has something about how the objects are laid out on the file system itself, but we don't document that, no. No, 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 what I'm talking about it is how do we represent HDF5 in Deos objects? Where is that mapping specified? So there must be something, let's say I create a group. Well, that group will be represented by one or more Deos objects. This is, this is at least the paper that we wrote on that. Right, but a paper is a paper, but, but is that, at the level of specification that the, um, let's say the file format specification is. Right, ideally that would live with the vol repository. I don't know if that's true, or the vol repo, but I don't know if that's true or not. I don't, yeah, I, I thought we put it there, but I don't know if I, I'd have to look. Yeah. I thought it was under documents. Mm-hmm. Scott, could you put the um, the URLs to where the repository is on GitHub? I think it was on the first slide. Oh, um, yeah, let me. Looking for the Deus repository. Oh, got it. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Thanks, Lori. Got it. I think that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. There's nothing else. Maybe that's it. And we'll have Garrett next week. We have a fifth Tuesday, so it will be shared with materials and if you have any questions for him. Thank right. you. Okay. Gotta be fun. <laughs> Don't miss it. <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.